Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in Busted Open Radio listeners here on this Saturday. It is time for the podcast edition of BO Radio. And Mark Henry, we've got a stacked edition coming at you, coming off this smackdown on Fox, including what is going on with The Miz, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, The Fiend. Can you extrapolate on this for us, Mark Henry? We have no clue as fans or people in the media what's going to go on, but Everything points to not only a match with Bray Wyatt, but somebody having a match with The Fiend. I like it. I like it. And you know another thing that I like, Mark Henry, that you're going to hear over the course of this podcast edition of Busted Open Radio? That is kind of the continuing comedic chops of one Randy Orton. Which you never expect, but I think it's adding so much depth. And on on the podcast, you'll get to hear some of what we talked about as it relates to Randy Orton and his comedic time. And you're also going to get to hear Mark Henry as it is a Saturday. We are going to break down the world that was in pro wrestling as we give you our weekly winner. Let's get it going. What do you say, Mark Henry? Let's go. Bust it open. I'm just blown away sometimes with uh, his ability to take you out of wrestling. Like it's he's 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 getting out of wrestling and getting into horror. He he's he's making you look at him like, man, this guy's crazy. Like this guy's deranged. He could hurt somebody. Like he, he puts you in suspended belief. And I, I love the performances that he's been putting on as of late. As of late, of his whole career, Mark Henry. I mean, Bray Wyatt. What no matter really what he's doing, who he's surrounded with, who he's feuding with, um, I think I, I'm, I'm going back in the annals of history here. You know, six, seven years, however long he's been on the main roster. Um, I, I'm trying to think. Like there have been instances where if it was anyone else, the angles would have failed miserably. If this Firefly Funhouse was done by anyone else. I don't see how it how it would have worked and that's a testament to Bray Wyatt when he or any character, right? It's just, it goes the right, same thing right. for the Undertaker, right? Trying to imagine someone else in that position is unfathomable. That's when you know that you've carved a, a perfect niche for yourself. And really uh, I I I don't I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but it, it it often feels like Bray Wyatt can do no wrong. Like, I feel like you could just throw bad gimmicks at him, you know, month after month, and he could make them work. Not to say this, is a bad, this isn't a bad gimmick, but you get what I'm saying, Mark Henry. Yeah, I get, I get it. Um, he is, uh, he believes his, his 
you know, I guess in, in uh, from layman's terms, um, he believes it's bullshit. And right. it's hard to sometimes step into yourself and say, this is what I want to portray and actually do it, which is a credit to him as a performer. Um, but also like the, the laughing, the under, you know, like pulling people in yeah. and changing direction and he'll be as serious as serious can be. And then all of a sudden he'll go, I'm just joshing and laugh. And, and man, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's the best thing in wrestling today. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think Bray Wyatt, I think you can make the argument that Bray Wyatt's been the best thing in wrestling, at least in, the, in, in terms of the WWE. I don't want to, you know, get into New Japan and Okada and some of the things that, you know, in terms of in-ring and some of the matches that have been happening across the gamut, but just strict entertainment value, strict keeping you guessing, strict appointment viewing television and always having something and, and being able to make something out of it. Uh, Bray Wyatt is at the top of the food chain. He's just, he's much watched television. Now, Last night, uh, Mark, it, the feud, I don't even know what's going on. I, 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 I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Like I say, the feud between Daniel Bryan and The Fiend is taking a turn. Obviously, we didn't see Daniel Bryan last night. Uh, Bray Wyatt making reference to, well, we don't really know yet. We'll get into that in a second. But more importantly, the feud between Bray Wyatt. Now, again, I, I, when I say I don't know what's going on, there used to be separation there, right? Last night, we saw Bray Wyatt attack The Miz in, in what was seemingly a break from character in the sense that it, it, it felt like that Bray Wyatt was doing the Fiend's bidding, or at least on some level he was controlled by the Fiend. Last night he breaks off and he kind of handles business on his own, so I, I don't know if there's a departure from that happening, but even before we get to that, Mark Henry, I, I want to focus on the the bringing in of the family of the Miz. You bring in Maurice. You bring in the two kids now. Uh, Gabby brought up a great point. Uh, Gabby, you said you thought potentially bringing in the family might ha coincide with the reality TV show that they do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you watch Miz and Mrs., but I do because I keep up with all like the reality stuff that goes in, you know, Total Divas <laughs> right, and right, everything like right. that. But you're a little bit more familiar with their family asset aspect if you do watch the show like you know that they're married and they have this fun loving relationship and you know the daughter because she's on the show and you know Maurice just had the second baby so right. you're, you're kind of emotionally a little bit more connected to them because you see them on a different show like I was watching with my father I was telling you and he's like oh little Monroe like that's so cute I feel like <laughs> if it was a different random person like I wouldn't know the name of somebody else's child if they didn't have a separate like reality show so I feel like you're a little bit more emotionally invested because they have their own little thing which could be something I, or not well i also and mark i feel like that helps with blurring the lines right in terms of if you've got this character as you set him up as is this horror show as this as almost like a fictional movie character like it's like a horror movie as you put it right and then you've got the reality tv show uh star in the miz and his wife and his family the blurring of lines i mean that creates an interesting dynamic you think that's what they're going for you know i i think it's more the fact that bray wyatt sees that I don't think the fiend sees Miz and his family. I think that Bray Wyatt sees the Miz and his family as a means to control the Miz. And Miz is, um, as much as Miz wants to come across as, hey, I'm a star, now he's a dad. Right. He's a husband. And he's got to protect his house. And any man, woman, 
that tries to infiltrate the sanctity of your home is putting themselves in danger. And Miz fighting to keep his home safe is going to put an edge on Miz too. And I, I'm, I mean, we're we're putting a lot of stock in the the the, the confusion and the the horror that Bray Wyatt and the Fiend can can bring to Miz. But have you ever seen a man protecting his home? Like it's life or death. And you got a small baby and a wife that's like, hey, um, what's going on? Why why is Bray Wyatt showing a picture of us? Yeah. Bro, like that that's that's really close to home. That's way literally too close to home. And you know, in the attitude era, we, we saw the um Steve Austin issues and we saw um you know Triple H and Brian Pillman like all of the stuff that happens in outside the arena and going to people's houses and stuff. Ste- maybe, Stephanie getting abducted? Right? Stephanie getting abducted? Like maybe we'll see another one of those type of uh things appear here in the next couple of weeks. Well, you know what I liked? You brought up the phone call. I thought that added a nice little pinch of realism in there. I thought Miz, uh, Miz consistently is one of the better mic men in the entire, not not just the WWE, but in the business. He, I really liked that conversation that he had, Maurice. That 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 upped the seriousness level for me. Uh, and if anybody was on the fence, I thought that was a nice dose of believability thrown in there. Oh, God, yes. I mean, yeah. just the fact that, he's, you know, uh, you don't hear Maurice's voice. Mm-hmm. and But the way that Miz you know, handled the call. It was yep. like you could hear her talking. And yep. that's 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 acting. That's talent. That's 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 having the ability to um reach an audience and have an audience understand you without another person being there. It's it's, it's the same equivalent of the wrestler working with a broomstick or working with an invisible man. Um, a lot of people don't realize how much talent that requires. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Daniel Bryan, The Fiend, The Miz, yep. and Bray Wyatt. Uh, it, it feels like to me, Mark Henry, that's where they're going with this with the potential that at TLC, we could be seeing, a, 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 a well, a, a long night for one Bray Wyatt, uh, both in uh, as Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. It feels like we, we could be having a, somewhat of a double main event. How do you think they're going to work this? You know what? I maybe, one, maybe one of the matches is early in the show, and then yeah. one is in the main event. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Daniel Bryan match is first. And he may be just lay down for Bray Wyatt. But then or when the, the Miz fiend. is out there, the for the fiend. Right. And then when when Miz is in there with the with Bray Wyatt, maybe Daniel comes back and is like, no, I can't allow this to happen and we get Daniel Bryan back, like the real Daniel Bryan. And uh I'm curious to see what Daniel looks like. You know, like I I, I mean it's with all that hair being, I don't know, was it his beard? Was it his, what is, was it the locks? <laughs> well, I, we don't I'm, know, I'm, right? Man, I'm curious. Like, it's killing me. <laughs> like, can we can we hurry up and get to this? And I'm not always well, the guy that's like, hey, let's, 
just pump your brakes and relax and wait for it to come. And I, 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 I'm, I'm, man, I can't take it. I can't well, take it. It's killing me. It feels like uh, we, we didn't get him last night. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Daniel until TLC. Oh, my God. That's, I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm just going to. I know it's not that long, but it's just the anticipation, man. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't come back as a trash man. That's my only concern. Like, let's not let's. The last time we saw Daniel Bryan leave a little while, uh, you know, in, in regards to the Wyatt, or more specifically, in that case, the Wyatt family, he came back looking like he was working for the city. So uh, hopefully they learned their lesson, which I'm sure they did. But no, it definitely feels like it's going to be something to do with the hair. Uh, maybe a completely different look. I don't know. It, I would say this, uh, Mark. It feels like it's time. It definitely. I, I talked about this last week with the Yes Movement, right? Like. We don't need to rest on our laurels. That that was successful for years. It was an exciting time in pro wrestling history. It's time to move on. It, it feels like not only WWE's gotten the menu, but, or the memo, I should say, but a guy who is in, in tune with his character as and is in tune with the flow and the and the world of professional wrestling as Daniel Bryan is. It was probably welcome on all sides, don't you think? It was. Um, I mean, just bro, I, I don't know if I've been as entertained. Of, as anything other than when um, mankind and the Undertaker were going at it, and it was it was every week, you know it's going to be a war. Every week, you knew that something was going to happen that was going to kind of even the odds, if you will, because mm-hmm. I always thought that the Undertaker had the upper hand on make on, on mankind, but somehow mankind would always have the Undertaker at a deficit by the end of that, them running into each other. So, Mark, what do you think? Do you think that's where we're headed? Do you think we're we're headed in a split a split in character between the Fiend and Bray Wyatt? And 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 if, and if so, what does it say last night that we saw for the first time since the introduction of the Fiend, Bray Wyatt? Now, granted, he hit him with uh, Sister Abigail. He didn't hit him with the with the modified. Um, yeah, Mandible Claw didn't do that. So there was that separation of character there. But prior to this, it had seemed like Bray Wyatt was being fairly docile, right? He kept making reference to, well, the Fiend wants this. And if he, you know, be quiet or else he's going to hear you, right? He he, he seemed like he was doing the bidding of the Fiend or at least waiting for the Fiend to come around to do the ultra-violent stuff. Last night, that was not the case. It was Bray Wyatt who delivered the message to the Miz. And and it felt like we're we're deviating from that relationship to the point to where, I got to be honest, I'm a little concerned, Mark Henry, uh, from the terms of cohesion. Uh, I, I hope there's a payoff here because if not, we talk about it a lot, right? The cohesion, the confusion, the lack of narrative. I, I, I hope there is something on this and there is meat to the bone and it's not just, you know, being done on a whim, I guess I'll say that. I don't think it's being done on a whim. This this has got to be really well thought out. Yeah. And I think this is a point where we get to see uh, not only the theme in the ring, but we get to see Bray Wyatt in the ring. How long has it been since we've seen? I mean, it has to go back to like, Mick Foley. I, I mean, a year? No, no. How long? No, no, no. How long has it been, Mark, since we've seen Bray Wyatt? Actually, Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. It's been a long time since we've seen Bray Wyatt work. Oh a match. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been over a year. Uh, That's well crazy. Over a year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but the thing is, is, we get the the Bray Wyatt in the Fun Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Um, that that's a different guy because we've seen that guy get 
his ass handed to him. You know, you see that, you know, Bray Wyatt, Seth went in there and beat him down and burned the, the Five right. Five Funhouse down. And I I really do feel like Miz can give Bray Wyatt all he can handle, especially being that he's talking about his family. But the Fiend, ah, uh, Miz needs to retreat. And and worry about his family and and, and keep his family out of <laughs> the situation with the fiend. Do you think we could see a situation, Mark, where a weakened Bray Wyatt, you know, without the fiend, per, per, perhaps loses the WWE title, but the fiend keeps that scary, creepy, you know, horror belt that he has? Like, could you see them split yes. those? You could. I can. I, do you I think can that would be? That. Do you think that? Do you think that would be problematic, or do you like that idea? Uh, I'm not necessarily a fan of it, but I can see it happening. Um, I think that the most important thing is the uh, universal title and the, the the heavyweight championship. Those those titles pay an uh, important role in pro wrestling um, and are the standards in which men fight over. Right. Um, the Bray Wyatt thing is something for him. Like it's you know that was I, f- I forget the movie where oh, it was Batman, where Alfred was telling them that he had a situation where um, there was a guy that didn't care about spoils, he didn't care about wealth, he didn't care about power, he just wanted to see the world burn. I think that the fiend just wants to see the world burn. I I think the fiend wants domination and intimidation and to be on the mind of you all the time. And his title would be more important to him than the WWE title. So um, that being said, yeah, I can see it. I can see him very well uh, flaunting and carrying and holding that title up as the fiend. And then Bray Wyatt being upset that he lost his title. And that's just two different entities. But they both serve the same master. <laughs> right. Well, what set you? Uh, so good. I'll say what set you busted open, Nation? You like that idea? You like the idea of a split title, maybe doing a dual character there? And uh, if so... Uh, what can you see happening in the future? And what do you think is going to happen with this? Do you think we're going to get both matches on both nights? Do you think we're going to see Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend, right? The Miz versus Bray Wyatt. A lot to dissect there and a lot to get into. So get your thoughts as well. Speaking of let's get in your thoughts, let's try DB in North Carolina again. DB, what's up, man? We'll try this for a second time. What did you think of SmackDown last night? Uh, SmackDown was great. Uh, like, we have a 10,000-seat arena and yeah. it was filled to the brim of people. Like, I, I don't know where this word that WWE's having trouble filling seats. It was filled to the brim. And everybody loved the show. Well, that's good. Also, so you, sound you-, like, you sound like a WWE fan that is pissed that people uh, <laughs> say, oh, the okay. AEW shows are all sold out and they're in big crowds and uh, the WWE is not. Is, is that the case? Uh, yes, that's the case, Mark. I am sick of it. I'm sick and tired of hearing that because 
let me tell you, the show was entertaining. People loved the people they, they were supposed to love. Roman, uh, Alexa, like Lacey Evans. We, hey, Fayetteville loves that show. And that's that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. There you go, DB. Appreciate the call. And, you know, Mark, you go back to the crowds. Listen, we've seen shows from house shows and from Monday Night Raws where they've had to pull from the other side and put fans on TV. Now, it's not just from Raw and SmackDown. We've seen, especially over the last couple weeks, AEW is having problems filling the arenas. I don't know. Like, I, It's the holidays. I, well, there's it's that. It's the holidays. I, People, a lot of it is, is, is uh, economics. Absolutely. You know, there's people that. People are, are putting money aside for the Christmas holidays. They're, they're having Black Black Sunday sales or Black Friday sales to Cyber Monday. <laughs> Cyber Monday. There's people are spending money hand over fist. You gotta you gotta make a decision of what you're gonna do for entertainment. And, my and point, I think that that's yeah. what people are spending their money on right now. Absolutely. And the point that I was making, Mark Henry, is that essentially we don't want to see any empty seats. I don't I don't think there's a rivalry out there. Now maybe I'm No. Maybe I'm being unrealistic, but I, I outside of a few people that maybe make a lot of noise and are one side or the other very adamantly, I think everyone like if you're rooting against AEW or if you feel a way, you shouldn't want to see empty seats at AEW, and you shouldn't want to see empty seats at the WWE because at the end of the day, empty seats mean the people and the entertainers that we care about, the wrestlers, the athletes, they're not going to get as much shine or as get as much in their bottom dollar as they probably deserve. So we just I, and bullying everyone, everyone like. Greca, everyone talks about it. We we all want the business to be better. We want every single arena and every single venue, from New Japan to Ring of Honor to Impact to Power to everything in between, we want to see full seats all across the country. You know what? Even if there's not full seats, we want to support to the best of our ability as, ability as fans to go see pro wrestling when it's yep. close, regardless of what the company is. The, the business itself is bigger than an individual company. And, you know, I have my ties to the WWE, and they understand that I'm, 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 I'm still always going to have a place for the WWE in my heart. Well, of course. Um, but as a, a member of the media, uh, I have to be impartial. It's like, you know, in, in politics, being... Um, being a, a, a non a bipartisan, um, you don't choose a side. So um, when I'm when I'm on this radio and I'm talking about pro wrestling, I'm talking about pro wrestling as a fan and as an analyst. And right. it's important for me to report the wrestling news. And we the most important things are the things that are the biggest issues. In, in sports entertainment, and that is right now WWE and AEW. Yep. Now, when other entities start uh, popping up and hitting the mainstream, then we'll talk about them. We talked about uh, MLW last week a lot. We talked about power uh, a lot two weeks ago. Like, we're reporting the news as it comes to us, guys. So, um yeah, we're, we're WWE heavy and we're AEW heavy right now because uh, those two companies are doing the most. 
Absolutely. And they're on TNT and, and, and USA and Fox. I mean, those are the, the bigger shows. But I've made this point uh, plenty, Mark, and I know we talked about it privately. I feel like the business right now, uh, at least in my lifetime, 36 years on this planet, I don't know if it's ever been better. feels like the Internet has brought back the territories. It feels like you can have, I mean, Christ, it powers yep. on free on YouTube. I mean, that is a free, great, great, great product that you can watch. Look at what Impact is doing. I mean, there's just so many different places. Look at just locally here in Vegas. And guys, I'm not the only one. We have a we have a, a bunch of outlets here uh, in Vegas that are doing great things. FSW, you got the Cauliflower Alley Club. I mean, just it feels like every little pocket of the country is celebrating pro wrestling in a way that, that I can't remember. And it is uh, it is really, really great to see. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com slash busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. We were just having a conversation in the break, kind of going back and forth. Uh, on the title and what does a title mean and the shine of a title and who needs a title I, I we were kind of talking about listen when the fiend got the title in Saudi Arabia I was kind of surprised from the standpoint I didn't think that Bray Wyatt needed a title he could have kept running roughshod interjecting himself into the nightmares of the superstars and doing what he does best and that is that has caused chaos uh, he, he was a guy that I didn't think needed a title but there are people in the company that I do think could use a title push and right before we came on to Bray or out of break, you said Randy Orton needs a title. Randy Orton should be battling for a title yes, right now. Kind of, kind of, kind of elaborate on that because Mark, I, I, I'll just say this: I, I don't think he does. He's got the lineage. He's got the legacy. He's one of the greatest of a generation. If anybody does, I would throw him in the category that doesn't need a title. So I'm very curious as to why you think one of the greatest of all time, Randy Orton, needs another title push. I like it because of the historical reference of mm. Randy Orton. He okay. comes from wrestling. He's the third-generation guy. And when Randy Orton has a title, it's more exciting because he can, his finish could come out of nowhere. He could take a beating yes, as a heel or a babyface, however the story you want it to be told. When Randy Orton uses the equalizer and he wins the title back, he defends the title or he – gets beat and loses the title, it means more. AJ yes. Styles. When AJ Styles has the title, you know you're going to get one, a hell of a promo at the beginning of the show. You know that something's going to happen in the middle of the show with anybody that he's aligned with, like the OC. And then at the finish in the main event, you're going to have a you're going to have AJ defend the title in a way that's going to uh, make him a better product for the company. A, they're good for business, the, and they, they have the wheels, guys. You need you need to be able to keep it rolling. You need to keep the show moving, and the show has more movement when you have a guy like a Randy Orton, AJ Styles, uh, as the title, as the guy that holds. Why do you think that Jericho has the title at AEW? Well, to put over I'll whoever wait. he's well to put it over to put over whoever he's going to eventually lose it to, to put over everybody that he's going to lose yeah. it to. Yeah. But that's the secondary reason. The number one reason is because the people 
identify with him, and they give a damn about him. The people give a damn about Randy Orton. They give a damn about AJ Styles and they Seth Rollins and the guys. As much as you people are, I'm saying not you uh, personally, Ryan, because you, you and I see things a lot of the same way. I'm saying fans, you underappreciate Randy Orton. Randy mm. Orton is one of the most underappreciated wrestlers in the business today. He can outwork 98% of the guys that are on the rosters of any company in the world. And when he holds the title, he makes the title rather than the title making him. And that's a talent to the talent. That's that's a... a um, that's that's respect to the talent. The title is what it is. When you win the Super Bowl, it means something to win Super Bowl, right? Of it course. means something when you win the NBA title. It means something when you go to the Olympics and you win a gold medal. The title is the damn title. It's never going to be tarnished because multiple people have it. I think it's great when it's spread around more. You get more storylines and you get more of the soap opera in which we love so much that everybody acts like they don't. So I, I, you you can tell me every, anything you want, fans, as it relates to the titles, but I'm going to tell you about titles. Going all the way back to Rome, to the Colosseum, winning was not about a title during those days. It was about freedom because most of those people were slaves and they were trying to fight their way out of the Coliseum so they could just go live a normal life. But in the process, they started adding prizes, money, homes, land. That's what became titles. That's 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 what we look at now as something that you get for a win other than the, the pride of winning. So now I want you to look at it like that when you see a guy vie for the title and you look at what's going on with maybe Miz beating Bray Wyatt and taking the title and then the Fiend holding on to the Fiend title. And now you can put Miz against somebody else. And that's that's the beauty of it. We have options now. We have more than one person that's dominating the whole show. And and that's that's what we need. We need versatility. And and I think that the everybody's caught up in yeah, I love Bray Wyatt. I love the Fiend. The kids see the fiend come out and the music intensifies and the lights go down and they can act up and jump up and down and everybody's happy. Yeah, I love it. But there's more important things. You need you need to spread it out. You, you can't just have one person dominate the show. I, I, I keep going back to The Undertaker. Because The Undertaker was that, bigger than anybody other than Andre. 
Andre and The Undertaker. Bray Wyatt is being spoke of now, and when you mention his name, and anytime that it relates to somebody else and you try to compare, who do they compare him to? The Undertaker. So if that's the case, does he need the title? Let him get by on his own merit. People still going to come pay to see it. And you can have a champion on the card as well. Can't be too stuck on one thing, guys. Like, let's 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 keep it moving and uh, enjoy the whole process. And that that's that's just the way I view. It. That's the way I see it. I mean, if I if I own the wrestling company, uh, every now and then, my big guy, my my uh, my Brock Lesnar, my my Roman Reigns would get the title, but they wouldn't hold it the entire year. I want versatility. I want people to be entertained by stories. And I think people want to be entertained by stories. It's just that we have this, I'm not going to say it's millennial concepts. I think it's people that are, they want a guarantee. There's some people that'll say, you know what? Bet on yourself and you can make a million. Or here's 500. It's guaranteed. You take the you're going to take the 500 or you're going to work on bet on yourself and take the million. You see where I'm coming from? That's wh- that's where our fans are. Our fans are I just take the guarantee. I want the fan that wants to see the Brewster's Millions version. That's another movie y'all got to go out and do homework. Richard Pryor, Bruce's Million. <laughs> talking to you, millennials. <laughs> I'm talking to you, millennials. No, no I'm, listen, man, I, I, I'm with you. You talk about variation. I think that's exactly Make what people want, Make me start preaching Mark, in Henry. here, Ryan. <laughs> Make me want, start. <laughs> Shoot. Professor. Professor slash, I mean, you're doing like history professor there for a minute, Mark Henry. Slash preacher Mark Henry. Well, it is the weekend. Uh, we got that. But no, variation is absolutely the key. So I would love a, 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 a run from Randy Orton if that run in three or four events led to a handoff to, say, a Velveteen Dream or to an Aleister Ooh. Black or Ooh. to, you know, there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of fresh faces. We talk about it all the time, right, Mark Henry, that are deserving of that push. And I do agree with you. If that handoff comes uh, courtesy of a Randy Orton, everyone is going to be better off for it. All right, one final caller who was at SmackDown last night. Give us some ambiance. Let us know how it went. Obviously, it was a packed arena by all accounts, and apparently the kids love uh, The Fiend. That's slightly terrifying. Keep those kids locked away. It's uh, Maybe keep an eye (laughs) on them. I don't know. Kids are already scary to begin with, right? Like, Children of the Corn, like you're staring oh at the, you know, the Shining. Uh, but yeah, the kids who definitely like the Fiend, keep an eye on them. Put them on a watch list. We got Jason in North Carolina. He was out at SmackDown last night. What's up, Jason? Welcome in. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Morning, Jason. You. Morning, Mark. I was the guy on the ramp that had the uh, three head, uh, fat head. Oh, Mark there you Foley go. And Dave LeGrack. And I think that thing was on uh, TV pretty much the entire night. Well, we appreciate that, man. Giving us, giving the love to us, and uh, yeah. I, I, I want you to call in more. Don't let this be a, 
a one-time stop shop, man. Call in more. Oh, no, no, definitely, definitely will. And I, like I said, I want to shout out uh, back to Joe, who uh, called earlier. He's the one who gave me the uh, fat head to hold in the air. But, uh, yeah, guys, I'm going on 30 hours now. I've been awake since 4 o'clock yesterday morning. <laughs> what? Yep. Brother, I, uh, lay it down. Shut it down. Yeah, Jason? I had to go to work yesterday at 5 a.m. since I was going to uh, SmackDown. I, I live about two and a half hours away from Fayetteville. Oh, my God. So I had you know, five hours of drive time right? to show. I got home at 2 o'clock uh, in the morning, and I had to be up at work 4 a.m. this morning. Oh, you but are I'm, a soldier. You get the soldier award. Yeah, I'm not complaining anymore. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I, I'm yeah. sitting here like, oh, I need to take a little nap. Yeah, you right. Know, I've been going since five o'clock in the morning yesterday. You've been going. You've been going almost. What is that? Nineteen hours? hours no, thirty hours. Thirty hours. Oh my god. Thirty hours. Four. No thanks. Yesterday morning. So with the day, it's going to be thirty hours. Uh, by the time I'm done, I get off of work at one thirty. Brother. So it'll probably be about 34, 35 hours by the time I get home to go finally get some sleep. Hey man, I need Good you to hit a. I need you just to be safe. I need you to hit a coffee every about forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour. And I've then already if, been doing if, it, Mark. Rather than lunch, don't take lunch today. Set your alarm on your phone. Go to your car. And and just sleep for an hour. Lunch was twenty five hours ago, Mark Henry. What are you talking like? He's on he's on like third dinner right now. Look, <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you guys, the only reason I stayed <laughs> to the very end was because uh, you know, I took my son, it was his Christmas present. Oh and, nice. Uh, he is a major fiend Bray Wyatt fan and I had to stay to the very end so he could see Bray Wyatt wrestle the move. Jason, wow. Jason, does that concern you that your son is enamored with a terrible, horrible monster that is the fiend? <laughs> Look, he was pressuring me last night to try to buy the mask. I bought him the gloves, the, the, the fiend <laughs> gloves, and he was pressuring me all night to get the mask. And I just couldn't give in for fifty dollars for that mask. But hey, man, put it in a box and let him see, get it under the tree. That, yeah, that's there you the go. Possibility. You know what I'm saying? Like that when you already know what's important to him. And and I, I'm going to tell you right now, man, like um, a lot of people come up to me and, and they say, man, it was so much fun watching you in the Hall of Pain era. In the Hall of Pain era, I never spoke to people other than to berate them, to browbeat them. And now that I'm retired, people say, man, I just enjoy watching you. And and I, I'm like, I was the bad guy. But yeah, it was so Ray good, Wyatt is is that. He he's so good at what he does that yeah. it doesn't matter that he's the bad guy. He to them, he's entertaining and he's the thing that draws their attention the most. And and sometimes that's more important than being good or bad. Yeah, and Jason, at least he didn't ask for the seven thousand dollar belt. So I mean right. glass half full, right? <laughs> no, hey, to be honest with you, I wish I had that money because I want that belt just for the simple fact that, you know, Tom Savini is making that belt personally. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and I didn't man, know that when we great. were talking when we were talking about that last week, I didn't know that that was Tom. Like I didn't know that was the guy, like the horror master with the drop down crotch piece yep, and dust till dawn. Yeah. I didn't know that. All the the, the dead movies, the, the zombies. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. To have something you know, handmade by him, I would gladly, if I had that money, pay for it. Now, my wife would probably leave me, but I would have a nice <laughs> you'd have the belt in my house. Yeah, you'd hey, have the brother, belt. you know, I'm gonna tell you a, a little story. One of the best moments that I've had this year was I was hanging out at home. It was an off day. I'm on my couch, and my phone rings. And I look down, don't recognize the number. It's a 415 number, which is Pittsburgh. And I'm like, man, this must be Kurt Angle calling me from a home number, a landline, or something. And it was Tom Slavini. And he was saying, hey, man, thank you for uh, complimenting uh, the mask because it was after a show where I commented the fact that I don't like scary stuff. And it's, it, I mean, you know, it's, it's common knowledge. They, when Bray Wyatt came out with that lantern with the Bray Wyatt face with the eyes, right. it, it stood, oh man, I couldn't even, I still, it's giving me shivers just to talk about it. And he called me and said, hey man, I appreciate you talking about that. Uh, on your show, you know, and I'm a busted open listener. I was like, what? That's awesome. Man, call in. Please call in yeah. and talk to us. That would be a great interview. I would love to hear how they came up with the concept. Because to be honest with you, that Bray Wyatt mask, it reminds me, I mean, I don't know if you guys are into comic books, but back in a uh, few years ago, they did a, a Batman storyline where the Joker cut his face off and then wore it as a mask. And it looks so much similar to... The Bray Wyatt mask, but, you know, it was done in the Joker colors. But mm. I, I would love to know how they came up with the idea for for this character and the mask and, and, and just everything. It's just. You know what? Right. I think they're going to have to do a documentary on it because I actually know the story and talked to uh, Bray Wyatt about it. But, um, yeah, that, w- that would be a great documentary to talk about the whole, even the music and everything. And you, you talked about that, uh, the Batman. They actually, I don't know if you have the DC uh, app on your phone. Yeah. But if you have the DC app on your phone and you go to um, Harley Quinn's, uh, Harley Quinn has a series on um, on DC app. Yeah. They, Joker actually did that in one of the Harley Quinn series where he took somebody's face off the skin off his head and use their face as a mask. And I was like, when you start talking cartoons and comic books, brother, you're in my wheelhouse. That's my life. I'm a nerd. That's my life too, Mark. I mean, I've got over 50,000 comic books, 10,000 action Ooh. figures. I mean, I've got eight championship replica belts. I've got a Ric Flair robe. I mean, that's, that's, Man, I'm coming to your house and play. I know. I was just going to say, can we watch WrestleMania at Jason's house? Jason, dude, we appreciate the call. Man, appreciate the call, man. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much for your time. Very cool. Man, I love it when super fans call and people that are interesting. Like, guys, explain yourself sometimes. Sometimes you call in and you don't tell us who you are. Like, we know more about Jason now and I, I, I love that. That's 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 good conversation right there. And that's that's what this is about. It's not just us analyzing wrestling and critiquing it. Uh it's it's us trying to bring you into this family in which y'all if you call and listen to us, like y'all our family, y'all the reason that uh we do this. So uh yeah, tell us about yourself a little bit. 
Yeah, make us getting up at well four thirty at well West Coast, getting up in the morning, something to you know, something to be happy for. Yeah, we get to get out here and talk pro wrestling for three hours. But uh, I want to hear about ten thousand action figures. I like how do you we, 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 ten thousand action figures? Like I didn't even know they made ten thousand action Did figures. Did he say like, 10, in the history of pro wrestling? I, I, he said fifty thousand comic books. He said fifty thousand comic books. He said Ric Flair robe, eight titles, and I think he said ten thousand action figures. Well, I, I bet you that you know, like when I walk in my son's room. Uh, Jacob has probably about 200 action figures and he'll have them all poured out. Um, he'll have them all poured out on the floor and brother, it, it looks like a train wreck. It looks like a cyclone hit his room <laughs> and, and you right. talk about a, a somebody else. Zach Ryder, uh, is one of those guys that I bet he's got 10,000 action figures or more. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. All right, Mark Henry, we are back here on Busted Open. It is time for the Weekly Winner. Now listen, I kind of said this at the start of the show. I didn't have... Like, there wasn't one show that completely blew me away this week. So there wasn't a show that jumped ahead of the others. There wasn't necessarily a moment. AEW, listen, we had the return of the list. Although, I don't, what is he calling it? The 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 lexicon. lexicon. (laughs) Yes, the lexicon of Le Champion. Okay, I like it. Um, That was cool. But AEW, Mark, and I think you would agree, on the whole, it's now back-to-back weeks kind of of, hey, good show, good show. Not saying it was bad. It just wasn't, I think the first three weeks we did this, AEW had the best show for me for three weeks running. I I can't say that this week, Mark. Oh, be careful. The AEW trolls will come out. No, stop. (laughs) I ain't scared of the internet. Aggravated at stupid shit. Uh, All right, so. I, I do have a decision. I do have my weekly winner, and I'm doing it because of this. Well, because it was a good main event, and I'm talking about Keith Lee, Ciampa, Dijakovic versus the Undisputed Era. So I'm obviously talking NXT. That is my weekly winner, but I'm going to tell you why specifically more than anything right now. And again, we had Riddle and Ono. There were a lot of good matches that were on this NXT card, but most specifically... Right now, NXT has the most interesting storyline for me going, and that is what the hell is going to happen with Finn Balor. He keeps saying, my past is my future. That is an obvious callback to the Bullet Club. Uh, He keeps making the gun symbol. It it is clearly right there. They're going to be something to it. Something's going to be happening with it, Mark, and it is keeping me locked in because uh, I care about that more than almost anything that's going on in professional wrestling because the legs of what that could mean... And what that could mean for NXT, it just has me very, very excited. So in a week where nothing really jumped above the fray, I would say maybe NXT was at like a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, it's taken away my weekly winner this week. What say you, Mark Henry? Well, I, if I had to say my weekly winner would be Raw okay. because of what happened with Daniel Bryan and The Fiend and 
I, I did enjoy NXT. It was a close second. Um, Wait, you mean I, Raw? Or, you mean Raw or SmackDown, Mark? Because the Fiend was on SmackDown. No, I mean Raw was my favorite show. Oh, okay. This week, and secondly, um, I, I enjoyed SmackDown yesterday as much as I I did NXT. So I would have to. Uh, this is the first time that AEW fell to the bottom of the list. Uh, um, they were fourth to me behind NXT. And, um, you know, because of my travels, uh, I didn't get to watch Power yet. So I, I can't say, you know, if Power was better than uh, Impact because I didn't watch in Impact and Power this week. So... Uh, it's a four-man list this week, um, and I would say Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and and uh, AEW. Okay, all right. You know, uh, let's talk about Raw a little bit because even I though I did f- enjoy the Lexicon, Chris yeah. Jericho was the shining star of AEW once again, and um, you know I'm, I'm going to have to see some of the other people get over. Um, well, I, I I, the, women, the, yeah. women's, the women's division suffered this week. I mean, um, you know, going to break on something as important um, as the ladies being in the ring, getting the tables out and all of that, and it was kind of disjointed. Yeah. I was I was confused, and I know wrestling pretty well. And if I'm confused, then I know everybody else was confused. Yeah. Um, and and even the sound, like you know, they went to the little picture in picture box, which I, I I don't like in wrestling. I like to come back from the break and look what happened during the break. Yep. You know, I'm like, with you. Stop with the little picture in picture shit. I don't like it. And I if I I know I'm telling you like it's. It's not fun, like for anybody to say, "Oh, I want to see what happens uh, during the commercials." That's mm. why they have commercials. Like if, if I was uh, if I was one of the sponsors and I had a commercial plan, and you still had the WWE or AEW playing while my commercial is going on, are the are the people that are watching really watching the commercial? No, it's not good for business, and it don't make sense for wrestling. Stop it. <laughs> very very Just logical. Saying. Very it's logical. Very logical, right? I mean, I'm trying trying to make the shit make sense. And, and, and they shoot me in the foot. Why is it gonna be so hard? You're breaking Mark Henry over there. Another thing about AEW. Uh yeah, this is the listen, maybe this is unfair, maybe it's not, but Cody Rhodes has been a promo machine for the last few weeks. Obviously, there was that promo a couple weeks ago before I believe the pay-per-view that was just Lightning. unbelievable. Yeah, but you know what? The problem with that, put you know, that lightning, right? Catch I don't want to say catching lightning in a bottle, but having such an iconic promo is you've got to live up to it. And uh I didn't feel like Wednesday's promo was all that effective or interesting. No disrespect to Cody. It just again, it's juxtaposed to that great one from a few weeks ago. And and another thing, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about, Mark Henry, Joey Janela. I, I love Joey. I, I, 
I love watching him. I love his dedication. Oh, the I love the, the I, balls is coming. Here it comes. Well, well, right, right, right. No, no, but I, I love <laughs> I, I love the fact that he took it upon himself and did everything his own way, and he's he's a true entrepreneur, and he clearly loves the business. But, 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 Mark Henry, you're right. Maybe it is a kick in the balls, right? But you it's look coming. at that main event with him and it, with him and Moxley, and it was a good main event. I just don't know, it, 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 as we talk about ratings and, and, and filling the seats and stadiums and all that, and AEW only being a couple months into this journey, journey is Joey Janela a, a main event guy yet and, and I get why they're doing it they, they're trying to they're trying to test the waters they're trying to see yeah. I like Joey I love Joey Mark but I don't know if I'm just being a mark right I don't know if I'm just you know following well, you're story definitely from, a mark well right but <laughs> right but I don't know if I'm following his story from spring break and everything that he's done over the last few years and the broken leg like I'm just trying to like is that part of the story why I like Joey and is that translating to a, a general audience I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts you know um you're you're not I mean I, I'm joking around um <laughs> I I don't think that he is a main event player yet but I love the fact that AEW is trying. Yes. They're trying and, and, and they're putting people in positions to see if they can hold up. If you don't try them, then you'll never know. So uh, they're, they're making the effort to try and see if, if the people will stick. Um, I, I thought that, you know, having um, Orange Cassidy go out there and he didn't have his hands in his pockets. They had him on the floor. Uh, then he got up on the ring apron, got in the ring, didn't do anything, stood there with his hands down, got pushed out of the way at one point because he was in the way, and then he got back out of the ring and stood back on the floor. There was there was a bunch of disjointed stuff that happened, and I, I would have tried to put him in a better place because – uh, I, I, I like that gimmick. I, 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 I've said it before. Uh, you have to know how to work somebody like him. It's important that you put him with somebody really special. And, you know, to, to, to the, the promo that Jericho had um, with the uh, uh, dinosaur, I'm not dinosaur. Um, Luchasaurus. The, the Luchasaurus. Uh, segment, you know what? I, I love the fact that they introduced him as you know. I'm a smart guy. I have a college degree. Right. Don't think that I'm standing up here in tight clothes and a dinosaur mask and I'm I'm some kind of <laughs> idiot. Yeah. That that was that was the best part of that whole promo is it built him and gave him a layer of intelligence along with the physical build. Yeah, and there was and, some comedic. And, and the there was some com yeah, and there was some comedic relief there too, because after right. it hits you with the "I've got the degree, I'm this and this," and dinosaurs have been marg we've been marginalized for we've thousands been marginalized. of years. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> it was great. Pro wrestling it, can be fun. It can be fun. And the same thing, yeah. you in the same breath, you go to the WWE, right. and you see Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre in the ring together, and they are going back and forth. And, you know, that standing on their tiptoes to see I'm taller than you. No, I'm taller than you. And <laughs> chopping each other and the pokes in the eyes. And, um, you know, then you fast forward a week later, they're, they're in the ring again. And the conversation is had 
where it started to boil down to, well, let's let's just settle this, me and you, man to man. Let's do it. And I was all in. I was I'm, well, all in. You see what I did there? Uh, I was I was all for it. And then here comes the OC. And Drew is like, uh, I see y'all have some unfinished business. Right. I'm going to bid you a fond adieu. And yep. it gave him a level of comedic presence. And, uh, I mean, so it's like the both companies are doing what we said they should do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to complain because we're getting what we wanted. But. There were some people um, who should remain nameless until they speak up who didn't like it and thought that it made Drew look weird getting out of the ring when he could have stood up and uh, nobody's saying nothing still. I'm would just that person, saying. Would that person like to speak up? That person is actually sitting, th- is I, in I the room that, with us. I don't think that person wants to speak up. Okay. Are you, talking about, are you talking about me? We are, well, we're sort of talking about you, what, Gabby. What, what, why are you talking about me now? You're not nice to me on my birthday. What? What? Because I wasn't. No, happy. this is me, Gabs. I, that was. Okay. See, Gab, Gab, Gab was working the board or something. She wasn't. I'm she wasn't paying to attention to us, Ryan. Fine. She. But she's anyway. producing. So can you tell us? We yes. were talking about uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And you you told me before the show when we were mulling this over that. You didn't necessarily like that. Why why didn't you like that? I didn't think that was very funny. Like maybe it's just me and it maybe it went over my but head. But the or crowd something. laughed. I, I get it. It is. It's just you, Gabby. Oh, great. I yeah. I just You're weird. You're weird. <laughs> me. Anyway. I was just saying I'm I just feel mad like, she called you out. I mean, yeah. I think, Look at this this blossoming rivalry we have between Gabby and me. We yeah. used to be so close. It's just like a good storyline. Sucks to be you. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be an enemy of mine, but I'm just saying. Um, Jesus Christ. It's just a joke. Yeah. Not really, but seriously. I was anyway. say, I, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> well, I, I so believe it's I, not a joke, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so when we, I was watching it, yeah. and you see these two guys, and they're, you know, head-to-head, like, the same height exactly, and you really want to see the match happen. And then I, in my head, I'm like, oh, so now what's Drew going to do? Is Drew going to, you know, he AJ came out, is he going to be like, oh, should I, you know, get involved because, like, I think who I am? Or should I, maybe I'll help Randy and be like, oh, like, I get it. He It was too much like, oh, I'm just going to slide on out of here. And I was like, so are we not going to, we're just going to skate over But it was how he happened. said it. It was yeah. how he said it, Gabby. Maybe. Like, you Maybe know, I you was have... just angry that I didn't see them fight because I wanted to, which is what yes. they want you to want. But I hate it. It felt like to me, like, oh, we're just going to skate over this whole great like rivalry we have right now and we'll just deal with you guys doing this. And like, maybe we'll come back to it. I have a fear that maybe they won't come back to it. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. Oh, I, no, they'll come back. They'll come back. I mean, they're, I they're hope coming so. back to that. Yeah. They'll come you back. You know, to it. But, but the whole the whole point of it was AJ Styles came out. And the first thing he did was he said, Randy Orton. And now the attention is on him and Randy, Mm. not on Drew. That's why when the OC came down, they're they're talking about circling the ring and, and, and getting, you know, getting in Randy's face. Drew was like, listen, um, I see that there's, a little misunderstanding going on between you guys. I'm going to bid you a fond adieu. 
and the crowd laughed, and I laughed, and I was like, "Look at Drew with the comedic presence." And 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 sometimes you 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 have to factor that stuff in and layer it in, so you care more about the the characters. I want to see him do more with Drew. Also, not just have him out there being the heavy. Right, and Mark, sometimes, I mean, look at the some of the fights that we see on the internet, like the KFC chicken or the Popeye's chicken sandwich or like a million other things, right? Some of the most serious moments and some of the most brutal viral videos and fights are hilarious. They've got hilarious one-liners in there, like something hilarious happens. What about the Bagel Boss guy who got slammed at the bagel yeah. thing what, last year? And that girl on the video was like, man, I'm just here for some bagels. Like, that is, like, violence can be hilarious, even in real life outside of pro wrestling and you know I got I got to do it. I got to do it. In real life, I the the black um the the Black Friday deal yeah. came out. Right. And my kids are in the car with me the day after Thanksgiving. We're driving and I showed them uh when we were sitting in the parking lot at a store a video of people going in and just running over each other and trampling each other and, and fist fights breaking out. And Joanna, my daughter, who found it hilarious, said, uh, ooh, I want to go watch. And I was yeah, like, exactly. no, we're not going to go watch because somebody will hit me and I'll have to start slapping people. She said, oh, we got to go, Dad. Can I slap somebody too? And I said, no. <laughs> it was the funniest conversation with my kids. And and Jacob was like, Dad, we don't need to do that. Jacob is the rational one in the family. And, yeah. <laughs> and Joanna, she just had me laughing. And that's, that's the same feeling that I got with Drew McIntyre. When he was like, ooh, let's go watch the people beat each other. <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly. no, baby, they're not going to beat each other. But actually... A few fights broke out at these big, big giant stores. Uh, it's, just, it's ridiculous. It's just crazy, man. I, I, I it, there is humor in sometimes those uh, violent moments. Absolutely. And now I just can't get the visual of Mark Henry wrecking shop in a Black Friday brawl out of my mind. I need that now, Mark. I'm going to need that next year. Not going to happen. Not yeah, going to happen. I love my freedom. Deboing. I love my freedom. I'm not spending my holiday in the in the clink. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.